guys, welcome back to another episode of This Babe Is Not Retrograde, where we talk about all kinds of things that go through our minds as people. And on today's episodes, we compared some of our recent insights that we've learned, like what's up with perfectionism and indecisiveness and just anything that has to do with growth, really. And that includes transformation and importance of creativity. And we hope you enjoy this. If you're also in therapy or curious about therapy, come join our club, talk to us and tell us what has been going through your mind or some of the insights that you've had. And yeah, let's just get into today's episode. I feel like it's been forever. Yeah, it's been like three weeks, I think. So excited to catch up with you. I was actually reading your Twitter the other day and I was like, man, (laughs) I miss talking to her. Oh, I know. Me too. But yeah, tell me everything. So like, how are you? What's been going on? Yeah. I know you started therapy and I'm really curious as to how that's going for you and like what kind of therapy it is or Yeah, oh my gosh, that's like a whole different story, <laughs> but it's it's going well. I feel like last 3 weeks have been the craziest roller coaster of 2020 for me at least. I mean, we've gone through the wildfires and they got so close to us where like people maybe like four miles away from our house were under an evacuation order. So I went to spend the week with my family just so at least I could like sleep through the night and not Mm -hmm. worry about like, are they going to wake us up and like tell us to leave or not? Because I don't know. I feel like in California, we're so kind of used to the wildfires, but that was the closest that I've actually been to one myself. And it was was pretty crazy. And it definitely puts things into perspective. And it was interesting from like an emotional perspective as well, like figuring out what you should prioritize and like prioritizing your own wellness and well-being and finding ways to ease anxiety when they're possible. Like I took a day off work actually because I was just too stressed out and like couldn't focus and I normally kind of feel guilty taking time off work when it's not like planned out in advance. But it was just interesting where I actually was like, okay, I literally don't have any choice right now and I need to take care of myself. So I'm really glad I did that. And my work was so sweet. Um, They were like so supportive and everything. So yeah, that was a wild ride. And then just kind of getting back to things and starting therapy. Oh my gosh. So I'm doing this more. it's, It's called psycho analysis or psychoanalytical psychotherapy. And basically what they do is they try to pull out things from your subconsciousness and you have to dig deep into like your childhood and some of your early memories because sometimes it sounds very cliche when it comes to therapy and like they make you think about your childhood and some people are like why how is this related to what I'm talking about like this is (laughs) I don't want to talk about my childhood but what's interesting is you actually get to because when we live our like normal everyday life we base certain decisions on our prior experience but so much of our childhood experience goes kind of like we don't remember because we don't have the language skills yet to put our experiences into words and Basically, there is such a big chunk of a few years where we don't really make sense of our experience because our brains haven't been developed yet. 
but it is the experience that counts and that we still rely on, but it's more on like the subconscious level. So the goal of this therapy that I'm doing is just basically figure out certain elements or maybe mechanisms that need to be rewired in my brain now because there is a lot, some sort of like subconscious, I don't know, just beliefs or sometimes maybe things that can cause resistance. And it's really like digging up the past and making sense of it and just kind of using that as information more than anything. Because I think another kind of myth of psychotherapy is like you're going to start hating your parents after it because so much of it is from your childhood. So your parents were kind of the main characters and that whole thing. But it's actually the opposite of that and just learning to use that as information. So I'm doing it twice a week because it's important to keep working with those insights that you have and keep coming back. And that way you're out of it a lot quicker. Usually it's like six months to like a year. Sometimes people go longer and some people like my therapist actually, she does that pretty consistently her own therapy. And sometimes she just takes breaks, but for her, mm -hmm. it's important because she needs to like relate to people. So that was a lot of me talking, <laughs> but yeah, um, that was very interesting. Yeah, um, it's, it's been kind of crazy too because it's exciting and I look forward to it and I'm realizing so many things that I haven't thought of and I even said that I was like how is that possible like I feel like I've been working on myself for so long and I feel like I'm uh -huh. so mindful all the time but there's so many things that come up that you're like whoa how how come I had no idea that this was happening in my brain and so right now I feel like I opened up this box of like different memories and different just I don't know crazy beliefs that make no sense logically <laughs> and that are mm -hmm. impacting me in a way and I just I'm sitting here with this box full of things and I'm like, okay, well, how do I organize it now? But it's, it's normal part of the process. So it's fun, but it's definitely sometimes it gets a little heavy, just like sitting there with those realizations of like, oh, I'm actually might be a little bit more messed up in this compartment than I thought. Yeah, I think that's so interesting. Like I can imagine, I mean, I can only imagine maybe the emotions that mm -hmm. come up. But like also how exciting it is to maybe realize that like, oh my God, this makes sense. Like mm -hmm. this is why my brain, you know, works this way or, but that sounds very interesting. That's something that I think I would like to do. I think that was kind of like originally my goal too. Okay. Therapy of like really wanting, the way I put it into words was like, I just wanted to understand myself and like how my brain works and like not have certain beliefs and blocks that I'm not aware of, like mm -hmm. block me from success and happiness and going after my true desires. Yeah. When I first started therapy, um, she actually asked me like one of her first questions was, okay, well, what happened? Why are you here? And I'm like, well, nothing really happened. I just want to, I've been kind of like trying to learn more about myself and I don't want to do it unsupervised <laughs> just in case. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah, my goal with that was pretty similar to yours too. Okay. And how did you find your therapist? Like, so that's with actually, her specialty. Yeah. yeah. So I was actually talking to my friend, she ended up telling me that she's doing this therapy right now. 
and she's been doing it for, I think since January. So like eight months. And mm -hmm. she said like, it is a, such a very long process, but throughout of it, like I'm still finding so many benefits already. So I just asked her um, for a referral and luckily that therapist had a spot opened up. So mm -hmm. I was able to get started with her right away. And an interesting part is, so I'm actually working with someone who is based in St. Petersburg, Russia. And at first, I guess, I mean, I wasn't really thinking about it much, but what I'm realizing now is because I grew up in Russia, I feel like it's a little bit easier or just more of a fit in that case because she understands the environment that I grew up in and like certain cultural elements that maybe were present when I was growing up. So it's actually like I never thought that it would even make a difference and I'm sure it like doesn't really make that big of a difference. But if you have an opportunity to like work with someone from your own culture or who like really understands your upbringing, I found it very interesting and beneficial and kind of easier actually. Mm, yeah, I've heard that too. Like, especially for those of us who did like who do have a different culture like besides American culture mm -hmm. like even though I grew up in America like I still have like my family wasn't born here so like they still raised me with their beliefs and with their culture and it's very different than probably people who mm -hmm. um, aren't from a different culture like besides American culture if that makes sense yeah yeah, I feel like I think that is very important because like there's only so much that you can explain to your therapist, right? It's hard, I think, to really explain your entire experience and for them to understand it. So I can imagine like how helpful that really is yeah. to have someone. It really, really saves like you time more than mm -hmm. anything. Yeah, Right, right. Because, yeah, at the end of the day, you can't explain everything as well. But, mm -hmm. yeah, I think that does save you time because they understand where you're coming from a lot quicker. Yeah. But that's very cool. Okay, so it's, like, virtual then because is yeah. she in Russia right now? Is yeah. she's based there? Okay. Yeah, so we do have a time difference of, like, 10 hours, I think. So I've actually been doing mine at like 7 a.m. on Mondays and Wednesdays. And at first I was like, this might be a little bit early, like pushing it too mm. much. But I'm actually also finding that it's a perfect time because when you are working with your um, subconscious, I feel like the mornings are the best time to kind of like pull things out because you're just fresh and you haven't had a chance to like think about other things or maybe like think about your work and things like that so it's been kind of cool and interesting and another thing that she's been um, having me do is write down my dreams because it's another way to like really pull things from there so it's quite convenient because sometimes we forget our dreams so I can just wake up and <laughs> tell her about my dreams that's very cool I love that I feel like I usually don't remember my dreams but yeah. I, I had one like this morning I remembered a part of mine and I thought it was kind of funny so I'll share like a little part because it literally makes no sense so I've been into like buying designer things lately or at least like shopping around to like mm -hmm. see what I want to get myself for my birthday because it's coming up because I want to treat myself <laughs> anyways I in my dream I had to go to urgent care and then like I don't know I'm on a call with someone and they're like you have to go to Dolce and Gabbana urgent care <laughs> and I'm like I woke up and I'm like what was that that makes no sense but 
yeah have any weird dreams yeah Hmm. that's very cool I'm glad that you started that and now we're both in therapy and we can share our experiences I've noticed that it's really beneficial like if you are doing therapy and you know someone else who's doing therapy by kind of sharing those experiences and like obviously you can share as much or as little as you want but it kind of furthers that understanding or it helps you to like untangle that insight that you get by talking to someone who is in therapy as well so I'm super excited to have you (laughs) in therapy as well to like discuss things and yeah Mm -hmm. it's just such a great thing yeah I definitely agree because I also have a friend who's started therapy around the same time as me And like, sometimes we'll have phone calls and we kind of both discuss like, you know, what we realized and like how different our therapists are as well. Mm -hmm. And just like, it's it's very good to just explore because then you have even like deeper realizations, even discussing what happened in therapy sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited about that too. Is there anything you feel comfortable sharing? Maybe a realization or a belief or something that you like an experience in therapy recently, it doesn't have to be very specific Mm -hmm. either that you feel you want to share at all. Um, And if it's too early to share anything, that's okay too. Yeah. I feel like it's been kind of all over the place and I do keep three different journals actually. So that might be helpful for someone who's doing it. So one journal is to write down little successes from therapy. So for example, something has changed your perspective or maybe you learned a new technique, just like write it down and it helps to, I mean, it depends, like people go to therapy for different reasons, but I'm trying Mm -hmm. to work with like understanding myself and valuing myself and letting myself express whatever I'm feeling or thinking to do and like really be more decisive too and like Mm -hmm. taking responsibility for my own life. So writing down those little successes after each session, it could also be like either an insight. It's I think it's so important to write down each insight that you've gotten. And then on one side, I write little successes. And then on the other side, I just like flip the notebook and I write down my goals. So I kind of keep reminding them to myself. And that sometimes when you go into a session and you're like, well, I don't really know what I should be talking about today. Like, I don't really have anything on my mind or anything that really helps to bring up new topics and ideas. And then another notebook I have is I write down. So for example, yesterday, I was struggling with planning my day. And I just journaled. And then from there, I also ended up writing down a little thing that I want to make sure to discuss it with my therapist next. So it's more like a journal. And then the other one I keep is for my dreams because it really sometimes either like plays out whatever you've talked about before or I don't know I feel like dreams are just so weird and sometimes like you never know (laughs) what what happens one of the first dreams I had since I started to like making sure to remember is I was thinking of like starting a bread factory in my dream and my mom was like you know success is not about having it all together in fact it's like you are successful when you can manage all the mess of like starting fresh and I thought Mm -hmm. that was like so 
crazy and interesting that my subconscious sent that to me and she was like um starting fresh takes courage and courage is the real success so then I ended up I told that to my therapist and we talked about like what success means and some of the maybe roadblocks I don't know I always feel like it's always all over the place kind of like our podcast but it ends Mm -hmm. up kind of full (laughs) circle at some point so yeah I mean I don't even know I just I know I love that I think that's very like that's so cool I totally like resonate with that because like success is definitely more than just having it all together Mm -hmm. because that's easy and I, I definitely agree that having the courage to like start something new and scary I think that is success like and it can mean different things to different people but I love that your subconscious sent you that message yeah like just like let it all be a mess and then you'll mm-hmm. figure it out and I, that's how I kind of feel about my therapy is just like everything is a mess right now but I'm okay with that like it's okay mm-hmm. to not make sense of certain things it's okay to still have questions up in the air and just kind of if I get the answers I get the answers and if not maybe that wasn't a real question mm-hmm. so, I don't know so I'm yeah. kind of embracing the mess right now <laughs> Yeah, I really like that. And I'm glad you said that because my most recent therapy session, I kind of felt bad maybe that it was such a mess because, and I felt bad for being literally all over the place mm-hmm. um, in that session, like going from one story to another to like going off on tangents, like starting off on a certain topic, but then it totally leads back to a different one. And after it, I'm like, dang, like, I feel like I didn't really focus on discussing one thing. And I was really all over the place. And I felt like I didn't have like a huge realization. And I was like, and because I guess, you know, therapy and growth isn't linear. And I think Mm -hmm. I was basing it off of that of like, oh, I thought I was really getting somewhere. And with this session, I just like was all over the place. And I kind of judged myself for it afterwards. But I'm glad that you said that you should embrace the mess because like it really isn't a linear journey and yeah it doesn't matter if you weren't like you didn't have a realization during that session Mm -hmm. or that you were all over the place like that's kind of the point is like it's your session you get to you know if your brain is all over the place like that it still was beneficial to talk about those things and get them out there yeah so I even asked my therapist, actually, I was like, are we supposed to have some sort of structure? Like, how are we gonna, <laughs> how are we gonna get to my goals? And she was like, why all of a sudden do you have this sense of um, trying to take control over the sessions? And I'm like, that is actually a good question. Thanks for catching me on yeah. that. Um, so. Oh my god, I relate with that so much. Like, yeah. I literally was thinking that, like, after that session, I was like, okay, maybe I need to, like, talk to him and be like, okay, should there be, like, structure? Should you be asking me certain questions? Should we go based off of that instead of me just rambling on different topics and stuff? Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, why do I feel, like, the need it to be structured or have so much control over it yeah yeah that's very interesting I like that we had like a similar experience so how long has it been for you because I think for me it's it's my sixth or seventh week I'm not sure okay yeah I feel like it has been around oh gosh I'm like so lost with the calendar (laughs) and like what year are we in you started a little bit after me yeah so I started mid-July and I do them twice a week so it's been like 
Oh, I'm so bad at math. <laughs> it's been like a month and a half. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's been like around the same time for me as well. I think it is like getting to that part of like, I'm kind of like over the things I initially went into therapy for, which mm-hmm. is good, I guess, which is good. Cause like, it's not really ruling my mind so much, but I'm like, okay, like, obviously I still, you know, have some things that like, I want to grow from and like, I know I can be better, like my mental health could be better. So kind of like figuring out, I guess, again, I'm trying to like, really figure out what it is I want to focus on Mm -hmm. instead of going in. But then again, like when you do, when you don't have structure, you do leave room for like realizations as well. It's like, oh, I didn't even know that this was something that I needed to talk about. But here we are. So yeah, just going with the flow. Yeah. Um, And I think like your mind always guides you to where you need to go or what you need to explore. Mm. Because I feel like a lot of roadblocks that we get or certain, you know, like things that make us indecisive or maybe like block us from doing certain things. They're so deep into subconscious that you can't just really like sit and be like, oh, well, this is the problem. So I need to talk about that. Like, You kind of have to get to that problem and realize what it is. Right. Um, Kind of like how you brought up when you brought up being indecisive of like how you want to plan your day. I don't know if this is something that comes up for you a lot, but I think it does for me when I do have days off where I'm like, I can do anything and there are so many options. I do feel that I get overwhelmed of like having no idea what I want to do to where I do nothing. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you can relate with that at all of like being indecisive on what to even do and like putting too much importance on like little decisions of like, should I go shopping? Should I go get a coffee? Should I go to a restaurant? Like I put, I feel like I put too much importance on those things. Like as if it's this huge decision Mm -hmm. when at the end of the day, it's, not gonna change your life (laughs) it happens to me I guess at least it used to happen to me all the time now I'm trying to be more mindful and not overthink even though I do so much overthinking still but um, Mm -hmm. sometimes it gets to be ridiculous where um, like there were so many times where I'm like should I go to the store today? But if I go to the store, I'm going to get so tired because there's so many people there and everyone's like driving me crazy. And Mm. if I go there, I'm going to lose all this energy that I can put towards something else. So then I'm just going back and forth in my own house for like an hour. And then I just end up like exhausting (laughs) myself so much, just trying to make a decision that I'm like, okay, well, whatever, (laughs) like screw this. And I think it's also been a little bit more difficult with the quarantine and COVID and everything where like certain things are closed and you're kind of in that state of like, well, I have a day off and I want to do something great for myself, but like I'm limited. I can't go see my friends. Like, how do I use my time to the fullest? And like, it just, I don't know. I, Mm -hmm. I found that it's actually been taking a lot of my resource and not being able to see friends has actually impacted me a lot more than I thought because I realized mm-hmm. that's where I get a lot of my energy from, even though mm-hmm. I'm more of an introvert where I need to spend time with myself to recharge. But yeah, I, I definitely relate with that because that's something I was talking to my therapist about because like something that came up for me 
in all my tangents, one of them were, um, <laughs> I was like, you know, I just had this like thought that day, the day I had therapy before, right before a session where I was like, wow, my life is actually so different from like before COVID to now. Like I was just thinking of like all the things I would do like pre-COVID um, mm -hmm. every Friday night. I would do something with a friend and then on the weekends, like definitely a coffee shop, definitely brunch. I would go to events, always meeting new people, like going on dates and like just so much, like a huge part of my social life is just gone. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I think that's kind of why I'm in this weird mental health space because, you know, that was a huge change. And now, and it just like came to mind, like how different it is now and I definitely agree where I'm like I didn't realize how much not socializing and seeing friends would impact me mm -hmm. and my lifestyle and I think it's definitely for me easier like going back to the indecisiveness and planning our day to plan my day when other people are involved so it's like you know it's a commitment to them like okay we're meeting at 12 oh, like yeah. of course I'm not gonna like overthink like oh well should I go to like this <laughs> coffee date or lunch date it's like no yeah. I'm I want to go I'm excited and then there's the process of like there's a little bit of structure of like okay well we're meeting at one I need to get ready and you kind of I feel like things kind of flow, like you start mm -hmm. to get ready at a certain time because, you know, you have to leave at a certain time. Whereas if you don't have, like, if I don't have that, I'm kind of like, okay, well, things are very open-ended here and I can do like anything, but like, what do I do? And there was a phase in my life, like now I'm thinking, where I got really good at this. And this was actually when I lived in London. Like the first half, I did have the indecisiveness of like, okay, I can go to so many cafes. I don't know which one to go to. Mm -hmm. But then towards the end, when I started moving around to like different Airbnbs and stuff, and I was in a new neighborhood, I literally just built this routine of like every day I would wake up, I just get ready. Like I don't, even if I don't know where I'm going going I just get up get ready and first thing is I need to find a coffee shop to go to and that can either be one that I walk to or if I'm not in the mood to go to a close one I can just take the bus or the tube somewhere mm -hmm. and like just having a little bit of structure to the point where it's like okay I wake up I get ready I get coffee and from then on I flow so that helped me. So I don't know if that's something like a technique that I can add. But because we were talking about therapy, I think it would be very interesting to figure out why we have that indecisiveness to feel like we can't make such a small decision mm -hmm. um, on like what we want to do, you know. Yeah. So I think that's interesting. You talking about that made me realize it's kind of we can like draw a parallel line to when quarantine first hit and we ended up being just by ourselves and we had to like live with ourselves and there was so much like open-endedness is that a word <laughs> to everything mm -hmm. so it's kind of the same thing where yeah you don't depend as much on the external circumstances anymore and you're just like on your own by yourself and that's stressful. <laughs> um, yeah. And I mean, the fact that you could just go to London, sorry, to <laughs> oh my 
breaking yeah. it down and like, yeah, life is so different now. Yeah, I I think that's why like recently I've been thinking back to like, oh, I wish I was in London because if I was there, things would be different. I would be getting up and going out and doing things more easily. And I guess maybe there's some truth in that and maybe there isn't because maybe I would still have that indecisiveness because I did have that when I first moved there. I think because I didn't have too many friends, mm-hmm. I didn't know the area too well. And I knew I had so many options. So, And you also knew that your time there was kind of limited, even though you were there for a long time. But you mm-hmm. knew that you had to like come back for a little while at some point. So it's like, what if I go mm. to their own coffee shop and I waste my day? Um, yeah. Or like I lose a day and like mm-hmm. not be able to experience another one. Yeah, I run into that all the time. Yeah, I think like generally, not just like with little things like that, but with a lot of the decisions I make, I always want to make the perfect right decision where like I look at the pros and cons. And like, I mean, there are those rare times where like I feel like I have a like a really strong desire of like when you just want something. I love those moments of like, I know what I want today. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what I want. I'm in the mood for this. But sometimes I feel like I don't know what I'm in the mood for. I don't know what I want. And those are probably most of the days. And I feel like it's more rare that I have like a craving for something or I'm very sure of what I want in that day, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, So where was I going with this? I feel like I was going somewhere with it and I had a thought and I went blank. But it makes sense in my head to where I'm very, I always want to make like the perfect decision, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's definitely something to talk to your therapist about, yeah, the perfectionism. Yeah. Um, yeah, I should note that down. That could be something to discuss. <laughs> Indecisiveness and perfectionism. But yeah. Something that came up in my last session that's kind of related is taking responsibility over your own life. And it's like in a sense of actually giving yourself permission to do whatever you want to do or it's kind of like to me as I'm thinking about it is like taking responsibility over your own life is kind of in a way removing that perfectionism Mm. because what what is perfectionism really and like why is it there why do we have it are we trying to prove something to someone else or like why are we so hard on ourselves why do things have to be perfect Why do we not leave room for mistakes? It's a very interesting topic. And I feel like a lot more people struggle with that than it might seem to. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's not just us. Something random that I thought of is like the decision making process. I think for everyone, it takes a lot of energy to make a decision. Kind of this random. But I thought of the Steve Jobs thing where like he wears the same sure uh-huh. or whatever every day because like making those little decisions do take a lot of energy out of us and I think that's why having a little bit of structure is important to like remove that extra decision and yeah I think like it's not just us I think in general for humans it does take a lot of energy but we can still build that confidence of the decisions that we do want to make mm-hmm. it's kind of yeah. how our brains are wired and it does take a lot of energy to make a decision so yeah Yeah. I think I think structure is still very important to have like a little bit of it of like knowing yourself and what you like to do and you can still leave room for 
like you said, mistakes flow, maybe things not going as planned. That's okay. Maybe it will have you flow into something else. Yeah. Embrace Um, that inner Mercury retrograde. (laughs) Yeah. Which, by the way, I think one is coming soon. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I think it's in November. Or maybe it's October. Yeah. I don't know. Well, either but, way, I mean, so much stuff is retrograde. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a bad thing. It's okay. Yeah. But yeah, indecisiveness. I feel like that's something I definitely want to work on. I found, and it's like still not really making sense to me of why it's working, but I found what really works for me is actually telling myself, today I don't have to do anything at all like I Mm. don't have to get things done and then I end up doing them and I even end up doing more things when I'm just like today's my day off I can not have any plans and then like I just end up doing things too I mean it doesn't I don't think it works like 100% of the time but I think when I remove that pressure of like I tend to also over kind of when I write my to-do lists I tend to be a little bit more optimistic and not realistic with the amount of time that I have. So maybe that's part of the reason is just like being realistic, how much things you can get done in one day. So when you don't have any expectations for yourself, like that Mm -hmm. might be your kind of system to organize yourself by just letting yourself take inspired action. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting how there is no right or wrong and even like, for one person to like one thing can work one day and then another thing works another day I can see that because like I definitely feel like that has happened to me where it's like I let myself have the permission to do nothing and then I actually end up doing a lot Mm -hmm. and I think it is because you do remove that resistance but then like you said it doesn't work 100% of the time (laughs) Um, to always have that But yeah, it's something to explore in therapy on how we can improve and like build that muscle of decisiveness of like what it is that you want to do and being okay with the decision that you make, even if it is to do nothing, that's still a decision um, that you're making. But yeah, well, I guess another update that I have, maybe relating to this a little bit, I am actually taking this writing course. But it's not really a study course. Maybe you've heard of it because I don't know if you're subscribed to the Universe Notes. I think his name is Mike something. But (laughs) I mean, I've been having I've been getting his notes for like four years or his emails like every Monday through Friday, you get a note from the universe. And he's doing this 21 day writing course. And basically, you have a prompt every day and you kind of just write like it's very freestyle very open he asks a question and you just write and I've been using that practice to really let go of my perfectionism because I noticed it on day one where there was a prompt and there was a question and instantly my brain was like okay maybe write about an experience when dot 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 and I was like oh okay well one experience came to mind and I'm like, but do I want to write about that experience? Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, Hmm, I want to write about the perfect experience. And and then I realized how stupid that was. (laughs) And I was like, wait, I could just start writing all of these thoughts that I'm having. And once you just put your pen to paper and start writing, you don't know where it's going to take you. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to like know what you're going to write before you're going to write it, if that makes sense. 
Um, you don't have to like, oh, okay, yeah, it's this experience and I'm going to write about how this happened and that happened. And that's not really how it needs to be at all. So I've been using this writing course, one, because I've always just loved writing. I've always loved English class and I want to be a better writer. I've always liked blogging and I've wanted to write a book. And there's just, you know, I have dreams that I want to accomplish and some of them do involve writing so that's kind of one of the reasons I took this course but yeah I've been using it as a tool to kind of let that go I'm really proud of myself and glad that I noticed on day one the thing like what was happening in my brain and I'm glad I stopped it right then and there instead of letting myself sit there and overthink about what I want to write about Mm -hmm. and I just started writing and now I don't like reading the question until I'm ready to write like I read it and then I just whatever comes to mind I start just writing 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 and I find it so meditative I don't know it's so fun for me and I feel like I'm using a creative muscle that I don't really get to use often and that's been fun it's only been like five days I haven't done today's prompt but usually I do it like in the morning because Monday through Friday I do it before work Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's something new that I'm doing that I'm loving. It's only 21 days and it's something I want to commit to. But yeah. Oh, how cool. (laughs) I'd be curious to hear once you finish it, what kind of things you realized. I'm sure there's going to be something interesting and unexpected that Mm -hmm. you'll get at the end of it. That's kind of like what I'm hoping for. And I'm not attached to anything. Like nothing has to come of it. It's just like a commitment to myself. That's true. But I am excited for what's going to come up because I really do enjoy writing and I've always wanted to write a book and I'm putting no pressure on like that this course is going to be the course that leads me to have, you know, a book idea or, you know, anything at all. I also want to get back into blogging and this is really great because I don't have to publish these posts Mm -hmm. Um, and like basically having no rules for myself and being hard on myself. So this is like one area where I kind of get to let myself just be myself, not judge myself, but allow myself to be creative and not be a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I love so, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it kind yeah. of is like therapy when you mm-hmm. go into something with no expectation for yourself, no pressure to do mm-hmm. anything specific. And like, that's what true creativity is. And like mm-hmm. I said, it doesn't have to be anything at the end. I love that. We should all yeah. adopt <laughs> A practice of some sort mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be writing or anything yeah else. I love journaling and things like that like I like always wanted to kind of blog or journal more but I found it hard for myself to do because I was having those like perfectionist tendencies or like indecisiveness of like what should I even write about where do I even start and I feel like this writing course is the perfect little like it gives me a little bit of structure because there's you know there's a prompt and there's 21 days and I paid for it. So all of that does help for me to commit to it. And hopefully this will lead me to committing to a writing practice. I love it. It does help to like pay for something or um, take a course to that has like some structure. Like mm-hmm. if there's like a practice or like a creative thing that you want to do, whether it's painting, drawing, writing, anything at all. That's why I think courses are so helpful is because one, they do teach you something, but they also give you that structure and then that commitment with the money that you do pay for it as well. I agree. 
Well, there you have it. Thanks so much again, as always, for listening and coming into this space. We love having these conversations and we really appreciate you being a part of them. So let us know what you think. Tell us what's going through your mind. And please don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on whatever platform you're using and spread the word. And let's just have more of these conversations because these topics are never ending. And because they're never ending, you'll be sure to hear from us next week. 